0: Welcome back for season two of the Excel Stillmore podcast. I am your host, Chris Emerson, and I'm here to encourage you with tips and strategies to help you deepen your faith, build stronger relationships, and do the most with your life in Christ. Thank you for joining. Let's get started. Okay, so I probably shouldn't tell you this because every week I pour my heart into each podcast that gets recorded, but this is as excited as I have been to share something with you in a long time. Probably because the content today and the action items associated with it have already made today a great day for me. It is Monday at noon, and I am sitting down to record it a week before you hear it, and I'm here to tell you, that there are some basic things you can put your attention on today that will make Mondays awesome. Mondays don't have to be awful. In fact, they are your first opportunity to take all of that potential energy that you stored up being among God's people yesterday and move it to kinetic expression into the week. I will be sharing with you exactly how to do that today But it's not just about Mondays. This is about living every day to its fullest and not wasting even a single day of your life. I don't ever want you to look back again at the last day, week, or month and think, what did I do? Did I make the most of it? If I had a chance to do it over again, would I have done today differently? Or last week? Or month? Or year? We want to eliminate those regrets for good. Let's take that stress off the table. Today's topic is simple. It's about time. The way you are using time and specifically the value of keeping things in day-tight increments. It is really quite simple. Do the small, valuable things today that matter. Give them a sense of urgency and intentionality. Learn to do that day in and day out. And by the power of the simple compounding effect of that effort, you see major change and no regrets. All right, so to set all of that up and get you moving forward to practicality, I want to talk to you about a movie. I don't think we have used a film as the centerpiece of any episode since this entire program began. We certainly have referenced books and quotes and scripture and life experiences, but today, the motivation for this podcast and the title comes from a 2013 time travel movie called About Time. I just so happened to learn about this thing only a few weeks ago. I am a huge time travel movie guy, I don't exactly know why that is. I was a kid in the 80s, a teen in the 90s, so the Back to the Future trilogy was a big part of my raising, I guess. But I'm constantly going to the internet, Googling top 10 time travel films. And if they are accessible, I like to check them out. And just the other day, I was doing exactly that, and at the very top of this particular list was a movie called About Time. I found it interesting and strange. It is a romantic movie based on time travel. That's somewhat rare. I noticed that it was on Netflix, which is great, but then I also saw that it was rated R, so that was a big problem. But I subscribe to vidangel.com, and I really hope you've checked that out. By the way, VidAngel, not a sponsor of the program or anything. I just think it's the most valuable $10 a month you can spend on entertainment. It allows you to edit out content from movies, Netflix movies, Amazon Prime, Hulu, whatever. And so I was able to take out the language in a couple of scenes. Anyway, if you have access to it through that route, I encourage you to check it out. I will give you the Cliff Notes version of the movie because it builds to something that happened at the end that I know that you will be able to use. So the main character is this young man, and on his 18th birthday, his dad tells him that all of the men in their family have the ability to travel back in time. It's one of those consciousness time travel movies, which I prefer. It's not like he goes back in time and now there's two of him. It's more like you can send your knowledge and consciousness back to some previous point and relive that day knowing what you know now. So the movie goes along and he makes a few mistakes with this newfound ability and ultimately he uses it to fall in love, get married, have kids, the whole thing. Near the end of the film, his father dies, but before doing so, he gives him one piece of advice. He says, if you want to truly enjoy this gift, then you need to live every day twice. He revealed to his son that that's what he had done Except for exceptionally poor days, most days he would get up in the morning, live the whole day, take care of business, go through the motions, and then at night, go back to the beginning of the day and live it again. This time, more cognizant of people, enjoying the overall experience, and really just making the most out of every moment. So the film actually shows us this man, who is now in his 20s, doing that. He gets up in the morning sees his family, goes to work throughout the day, the evening, kind of just going through the motions like a lot of people do, nothing special, and then at the end of the day, he casts himself back to the beginning of the day, and this time, he laughed more, and smiled more, and engaged people more, and just enjoyed the ambiance of relationships and experience. At that exact moment in the movie, I was a little jealous of that. Sounds pretty great. But at the very end, this young man finally discovers that the true secret to a fulfilling life was to never do that again. Even though he had the ability to go back and re-experience the day, he chose instead to live each day as if it were his one and only chance to experience it. And so when he got up in the morning, he went through the motions of the requirements of the day, but he also laughed a lot, smiled a lot, engaged the people around him, and enjoyed the beautiful idiosyncrasies and unpredictability of every day, truly making the most out of his time. And that brings things back around to you and me. We don't have that ability, but also you don't need it. If you can learn the right ways to master each day, to live in that day increment, to attend to the things that are of value in your life, and to do it as early and often as possible, you can go through all of the challenges of work, school, chores, doctor's appointments, and everything else, and at the same time, you make all of that great by knowing that there are a short list of things you are doing over and over again, day in and day out, that makes every day valuable and is building to something even better. So let's start turning our attention in the back half of this episode to what you can do your one and only time through today, Monday, if that's what it is for you to make it a day that you utilize to the best of your ability, and more importantly, you did some things that if you continue to do them tomorrow and the day after that and the day after that, will build towards great relationships, faith, and success. You won't want to live the day over again because it might put into jeopardy the wonderful, albeit small, but not insignificant things that you were able to do. I'm going to reveal to you how to get that done, but I need you to understand this works perfectly in line with the teachings of our King and our Savior, Jesus. He told us in Matthew 6 not to live a worry-filled or regrettable life. He told us that each day has enough responsibilities and challenges of its own, and we are taught to live that day with joy and purpose every day, even Mondays, as long as it is still called today, we have the power in Christ to use it well. All right, so here's what I need you to do. You need to make a short list. It won't be a difficult list to make, so you might be able to do it mentally, but if you struggle with that, be sure and write it down somewhere. I want you to list Five things that are of greatest value in your life, and try to rank them one through five. So, to be clear, the first thing on the list is a person or thing that is most valuable to you in your life right now. Follow that with the person or thing that comes next, and work your way down until you get at least four things listed. I recommend five. And look, take a little time with this. Don't rush to the next step in what you're about to hear. Really work through mentally, prayerfully, what are, who are the most important things or people in my life. And while it's difficult to rank and you may not want to tell the people in your life where they rank, try your best to do that. But hear me clearly on this next statement. They cannot be the most important people and things in your life if they are not the most important people and things in your day, today, right now. This is the life you're living. This is the day God has made. This is the moment that you have. If those truly are more valuable than everything else, in some way, even if it is the smallest of ways, you will contribute some energy some time, some effort to each of those five things. It doesn't have to be major. Some days it will be a lot more than other days. But simply put, if that is your value system and those are the things that make life wonderful for you and you can go through an entire day and not commit anything to or draw anything from anyone or anything on that list, That is a wasted day. Like, by definition, that is a wasted day. When I say today's episode is about time, I mean the effort that you make to put into each and every day of your life attention to those five things. I started reading a book last week that a friend sent me called The Compound Effect, and you will probably hear much more about that in the weeks to come, But the introduction was written by a famous public speaker named Tony Robbins. And he said this Success isn't doing 5,000 things well, it's doing a few important things 5,000 times over. That is a tremendous quote and may end up getting an episode of its own. But here's what it means for you make that list. Do something every day as early as possible, intentionally about the people on that list, starting from the top. Do just those five things or things like it every day, day in and day out, as a part of your purpose, your value system, making every day great. And if you happen to do that for 5,000 straight days, It would be the best 13.69 years of your entire life and the you that you would become, knowing that what matters to you most has gotten your attention and you've built your life around those things. You didn't waste any time. You built every day around those things will transform you into ways that you can't even imagine. Someone will look at you a few years from now and say, what did you do? What's the secret? And you will say, the secret is in every day. I identified what mattered most, and I knew that I only got one chance at that particular Monday, and I made sure to attend to those things. I woke up the next morning and I did it again, and the day after that, and the day after that, and the compounding effect of that has brought me to where I am today. All right, so I told you I was super stoked about this episode. Mainly because that's how my day has gone so far, and it's barely lunchtime. Let me take a second and share with you my list. I wanted to wait as long as possible to do that because I didn't want to in any way influence your own, although I suspect we will have a lot of commonality. But here's my list. Number one, my relationship with God. Number two, my relationship with my wife. Number three... My relationship with my kids. Number four, my work with Christians. And number five is my personal health. Now, understand this is a judgment free zone. Yes, I care about people who are lost in the world. It's on the list if you wanted me to expand it to the top 10. And maybe it should have come before my health. Although, maybe I would argue that when I feel better, I'm more active in sharing the gospel. For you, it might be your finances. I don't know what it is. If you're not married, number two won't be your spouse, but come up with something. I did. So Monday mornings are different from the rest of the week at our house. I usually sleep in a little bit, maybe until nine or something, after a fairly busy Sunday. Summer and Luke, Nick and Ella, they get up early and leave the house by 8 a.m. to go to their homeschool co-op in Tyler. And Hannah wakes up around then as well. She has to leave for work by 9, I think. But last night, as I was laying down, I thought, you know what? I have a value system, and if I don't take advantage of opportunities to work within it, the day can slip away rather quickly. So let me tell you about my Monday today that started at 7.45 this morning up until noon. And please note, these are not massive things This is not the kind of episode where you think, well, if I was a preacher, I would have the time to do all that. It's not that kind of an episode. This is about everyone making the most of your day through simple choices. Instead of sleeping in, I got up around 20 minutes before everyone had to leave, went into the living room and greeted my wife, had a conversation with her, had a chance to give her a big hug. And that was an important part of the day. I hope to get to do those same things this evening, but I know I got to do them this morning. Then I started to see all the kids coming in and I had a chance to give them hugs and ask them about what they were going to do today and talk about a few things that mattered. After they left, Hannah came downstairs. I had a chance to talk to her about what she had planned for the day and some things about she and her fiance and their buying a piece of property, etc. And we got to talk about that. None of this took very long, but all of it was on purpose. After that, I sat down in my favorite chair for just long enough to write out some prayers to God and to read the one chapter. If you know about the Excel Still More journal, every day you read one chapter in the Bible, make some notations about that, 2 Corinthians 12 today for me, and I had a chance to commune with God. I plan on doing that again today. I have a lot of work to do related to it here at the office, but I wanted to make sure to start choosing it and setting the tone for the day. Lastly, I wrote down three names, members of the church who needed attention. I decided to call them, and on the way to work here where I am now, I made two phone calls, had some nice conversations. So none of that was momentous, but if you're keeping score, I gave attention to God, my wife, my children, and members of the church all before noon. Oh, and also I ate a healthy cereal with almond milk and had coffee without cream in it, so there's a little commitment to health. Now, it may not make a big difference today, but what if I did things like that every day for a week, a month, or a year? It didn't sound hard because it isn't, but by the grace of God, over time, It will make all the difference in the world. So what about you? Are you ready to do this? Today's not over yet. Make your value system and devote time top to bottom, even the smallest amounts. Begin to build something amazing. It's about time. Thank you so much for joining in today. If you enjoyed this program, consider sharing it with your family and your friends. As always, you can go to excelstillmore.life to sign up for the email, order the three-month journal, or just catch up on old episodes. And also, if you are looking for financial advice or future planning, give John Cunningham a call today, 205-913-1720. And remember this, whatever you choose to do today, in the name of the Lord Jesus, excel still more.